Hello, this is Ruslan Malinovsky. Hello, this is Roman Yeremchuk. Hello, I'm Sergey Rebro. And you're listening to Ukraine Post Football. We've had more fantastic news. One of our favourite parts of the podcast has struck again, and we've had another player move from Ukraine to the EPL. This time, it Israeli international Manuel Solomon has joined Fulham. It's been in the pipeline on and off the last few months, but now they've got it across the line. Andrew, for Fulham supporters who are listening, give, tell us a little bit about Solomon. I think it's worth mentioning the fee briefly too. Bit of a complicated one. Uh, at first, it was rumoured that a €7 million Euro fee. Uh, now it seems to be a loan deal, uh, taking advantage of the special FIFA ruling. So once his loan ends in 12 months' time, He'll have six months left on his Shakhtar contract, which means he can sign for any club on a pre-contract deal uh, once his loan deal concludes. And for a player that was rumoured to be around 25 to 30 million euros about 12 months ago, 18 months ago, down to 7 million, and now on a free essentially, and it will allow Fulham obviously to buy him permanently if they so choose to in 12 months' time. Uh, it's, a, it's a massive loss for Shakhtar, but I think we'll discuss that on a further on a further episode. Moving on to the kind of player he is, though, he arrived at Shakhtar as essentially a right winger. Um, I think he played for his previous Israeli side, uh, Petr Tikva, there a bit, and he didn't hit the ground running per se. Uh, he had a few sub-appearances in his first six months of the club and then I think it took him really a good 12 to 18 months to properly get ingrained in the side. He had a few stints coming off the bench in the Champions League um, in his first full season, got a few goals off the bench, uh, impressed against the likes of Atalanta, Man City but it was still taking a bit of time for him to, to get fully involved especially under Luis Castro um, who was the manager at the time. Then, as Tyson slowly faded out of the scene um, on the left, he was eventually allowed to fulfil the spot that he is most comfortable in, or the ones that we've seen him play most comfortably and best to his ability, out on the left, where obviously he started playing there a lot more regularly from the start of the 2021 season. Um, impressed in those memorable matches against uh, Real Madrid, where Shakhtar beat Real Madrid twice in the group stages. Uh, he scored in both those matches, and then he was featuring a lot more throughout that whole entire campaign. However, if we go towards this season, or the one that's just finished, obviously it was only for six months, but out of a possible 18 starts in the league, he only started in nine slash eight of them. Under the new manager, he wasn't fully integrated into the side. Be it either the fact that there was new competition in Mihailo Mudrik, who down the left-hand side deserved to be preferred. He was giving a lot more game time to the youngster. And for some reason, the confidence in Solomon's play for the past, I don't know, 
12 months maybe you could say extend it even to the past 18 months so towards the second half of the 2021 season and especially in the first half of that 21-22 season he just he seemed to be thinking a bit too much on the ball obviously working down the wing quite well cutting in inside and but his final decision making there seemed to be something lacking like he was taking an extra second to make it uh, maybe the link up play wasn't necessarily there with his new strike well with the new forwards in Lucina Traore or Fernando um in general it just seemed like he he was missing something that something that spark and that ingenuity that we saw in his first you know two years at the club, this there seemed to be something slightly missing. It's a it's a weird one, really. I don't know what's behind it. Maybe it's the fact that he didn't get his move last summer. Maybe it's the fact that he needs a different setup. He wasn't really working that well under De Zerbi. Maybe there were some sort of issues. Maybe some of the injuries that he's been having over the past few years are, you know, having a little niggle on him throughout. He's still been performing for his national team whenever he plays for them. So. He may be one of those players. It'll be interesting to see, personally. I'm, I'm looking forward to, and I think that from the valuation and from the price that Fulham are getting Solomon, he should be a bargain. And I mean, it won't put a lot much pressure on him because it's not going to be a massive fee. And in general, I think he's got a blank slate to, to prove himself once again in a new league, in a new team that will obviously want to be continuing from some of the high scoring football that they had in the Championship. I mean, it really is. It's a, it's a no-brainer for me. The move. He's, he's, his time at Shakhtar was probably coming to an end before the war broke out. He, I mean, he is an he's an inverted winger if he's used to his best. As you said, Andrew, coming in off the left side, whipping it in with his right foot. I remember the game when I commentated on the Klasichny during that season. There was such a buzz about him. I was talking him up before the game. I think in the first couple of minutes, he'd had a couple of shots, put in a couple of killer crosses. And then we didn't see him for the rest of that game as sort of the pressure and Shakhtar's general sort of malaise at that time meant the performance just pitted out. But there was such a great vibe around him. And the Zerbi's come in and brought in the Zerbi ball, as, as everyone liked to call it. Very different style of football. And Solomon has sort of struggled to adapt. When you look at Fulham over the last year in particular in the Championship, with the free scoring season they've had, he's more suited to that sort of setup. Cordova Reed, he's been playing on the left side this season for Fulham. And Solomon, for me, Looks like a step up in player uh, for them. I think you know. Do you remember when we when we spoke about Mikalenko moving across? I think Solomon's going to need a little bit of time. We know that players coming out of the UPL, it going into the EPL, there is a step up in pace. In particular, we remember Mikalenko's first couple of games for Everton where in particular it was sort of the quickness of the first touch and then somebody's coming in on you, you've got to react, otherwise you lose it. Fulham fans, if you're listening, give him that first month. I mean, the pitches are a lot nicer, but he's going to need time to adapt to the speed once he gets up to it. And he's certainly got a good turn of pace about him. I think you've got a cracking player there. I really do. But the wage is going to be low 
I really think he's going to grow into a talent for you. And just stick with him. Give him till November, December time. Allow him to settle back into a new country, a new way of life after the few years he's had here in Ukraine. He's had the disruption of the last six months of war. And, yeah, I'm really confident for you. He's going to look good. It really is. I remember Andrew. We were talking you know, 12 months ago when he was at his real sort of pinnacle of form. And almost every week you were saying, Super Sub Solomon. <laughs> Super Sub Solomon struck again. Super Sub Solomon struck again. There was, am I right in thinking back then, there, was, there, were, there were a number of clubs. Was it Arsenal who was interested in him at that time? And they were talking 20 to 25 million. Yeah, absolutely. So Arsenal have been in for him, Atalanta, I think even a few other Italian clubs as well. Well, I mean, what's not to like about him, you know, on the off, he's still 22, going to be 23 in the next few weeks. Very young still, a very good dribble on his day. Technical with a low centre of gravity. Likes to keep the ball at his feet. Can take on a number of players. Very good at beating a man one-on-one, uh, especially down the wing. And as the strength, you know, in those duels to try and beat players as well. Electric pace when playing on the break, which I think obviously Fulham will be doing a, a lot of the time during um, their stint in the Premier League. For the kind of player that he is, he's got, he's got very good um, intelligence for, for a winger. He's not just going to be hoofing balls in. Uh, left, right and centre, he's going to be trying to create something with those, you know, final third passes, um, low balls, um, through balls and the likes. He does turn up in the big games we've seen in the Champions League. He's turning up against Dynamo Kiev and some of the big teams in the UPL as well. He probably could be scoring a few more goals, you know, when you're comparing sort of the amount of appearances he has compared to the goals. But similarly, like I've already mentioned, his form has been up and down, a bit of a roller coaster um, over the past, I don't know, 18 months. And it took him a while to get going once he arrived at Shakhtar as well. But I think once he's got a bit of a consistent stint in the team, um, getting a few starts in there when he's got his confidence fully back and he sort of has a feel for the ball properly, which he probably hasn't uh, consistently for the past, you know, 12 months, as we said, other than his uh, national team uh, performances. And then on top of that, a few games in and out of the side for Shakhtar um, in that first half of the season. He's, he's got a lot. He's got a lot to offer. And I think it will be very interesting uh, to see like you said, how he, how he adapts, how quickly he adapts. But he's going to be some talent, that's for sure. I've seen a lot of people or some medias quoting that uh, he might slot in at number 10 for Fabio Carvalho. Maybe he might um, if, if it's needed there for Fulham. But I think that he's honestly going to be the replacement for or the upgrade for Deco Dover-Reed down on the left. Um, he's going to be a lot more direct than him. He's probably going to be providing a lot more um, a lot more key in the big, bigger games as well, which I think Fulham certainly need. And he'll be feeding in Mitrovic once those two sort of uh, get their hopefully telepathic partnership going um, within the first few months of, you know, training with each other, etc. 
if he can build back to what he was playing like for Shakhtar maybe a year and a half ago with consistent playing time, which I'm sure he will get, he can play across the front line, let's not forget. So if Fulham needs someone in playing in an attacking mid or even out on the right if Harry Wilson's not involved, then he can shift across. And he's he's creative in that sense. He'll be able to find some find some decent passes, get a bit of space into Mitrovic if that's going to be required. But I think they should be sticking to to his key talents, which is driving down the left. And I think he just needs to work a bit on that finishing that final product, which has been lacking, as I mentioned previously, over the past sort of year year or so, maybe due to the fact that he's not been featuring as much as he probably would like. But this is the perfect opportunity for him to do so. Yeah, agreed, agreed. I... With your base, I assume you're going to be dropping in to check on his progress over the next few months. Any cheeky uh, little vlogs in the pipeline, Andrew? Yeah, we'll see. Well, I think there was a Turkish journalist um, a few weeks ago saying that Yarmolenko is also being touted by Fulham. So I imagine that, two sides um, on the wings, UPL and uh, a Ukrainian national team player. That would be interesting. But I guess we'll have to wait and see if, if the latter uh, ever comes to fruition. But on Dinamo the whole... against Shakhtar. And <laughs> well, yeah, that would be quite, quite interesting, to, to say the least. But um, yeah, I, I'm sure we'll be keeping a closer eye on Fulham than we would have done um, going into the season, for sure. It's great, yeah. As we say, uh, for us, it's it's always just a moment to make us smile, a bit of pride when players come out from the UPL and make the moves into one of the top leagues in world football over there in England. So enjoy him. We've enjoyed him for the last few years. And yeah, hopefully we'll see Fulham around the Premier League for the next few seasons. I think that's it for today, everyone. Take care. Enjoy the rest of the transfer window and goodbye for now.